Hi, Dave. Hi, Max. Uh, okay, our subject today is um, Stan Lee. Uh, we, for the people listening to this, uh, what I'm trying to do is save the, the risk for strange death of Alex Raymond stuff. So ordinarily, I would write uh, my memories of Stan Lee, uh, but I think it's probably going to be better to try and Okay. Uh, I, I know I gave you an itinerary of what we were going to talk about, but I have to put a little addendum on there because Margaret List just posted on Facebook that uh, Fred Patton died. Fred Patton died? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I saw it today and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to bad. the bad part of the amok job of letting Dave know, hey, somebody else went. And... Uh. I got an email to her. Hopefully tomorrow she's going to, for her column, which is every Thursday, she's going to talk about Fred. 
Because what she did say on the Facebook was that Fred was real gracious when he gave her and Jeff Tundis the service, the newsletter. I, I that I don't know, but I can I'll, I will email her saying, "Hey, we're kind of wondering." Right. Because that's I'm hoping that that's what she does. Because it it will get it up on a muck a lot quicker than Saturday, which is the next day that I'll probably be able to say something, unless I you know butt in. Oh, because of uh, Kirby? See, that's, you knew exactly what it was going to be. It was, uh, it took me by surprise, and it was, uh, it wasn't Stan Lee himself that got booed, but it was uh, the public address system when they were saying Stan Lee is going to be doing such and such a thing on such and such a panel or whatever. for that argument, but yeah, no, I, I mean, Stan and Jack, it's a very weird, I mean, same with Steve Dicko, where it's a very weird thing of, unless you were there, and unless you knew what was going on, it's, it's all hearsay, kind of like when you and Gerhard split up, that there was a lot of hearsay about, well, it's because of this, or it's because of that, and it's, there's two people that know. <laughs> Well, that's, I, I'm a big believer in there's three sides to every story. Your side, their side, and the truth. Yeah, there was uh, the observation in, in the paper, in uh, the National Post, it for, uh, for Stanley, uh, talking about uh, there were times when Jack Kirby made more money than I did, and there was times when I made more money than Jack Kirby did. But uh, I don't think really understood um, how that how that sounded how that sounded to the Fantastic Four fans and how that stand, sounded particularly to the uh, to the Jack Kirby fans definitely in in Stan Lee's defense uh, I think one of the things that gets lost in these discussions is what an incredibly innovative thing it was that he that Stanley did to come up with the Marvel method of doing comics. Uh, that's one of those you never know when you're going to have a Scott Fitzgerald second act in uh, in public life, and that's definitely something that Stanley got in 
easy to get snowed under by it. The, the fact that um, Marvel was suddenly that successful, virtually everything that they put out on the stand um, was selling and selling better month after month. That hadn't happened in the comic book field pretty much since uh, the early 1950s, uh, late 1940s. Uh, with the love comics and the fact that he came up with this method where you can actually write uh, however many titles he was writing I, I was I was sort of doing the inventory in my head okay there's uh, Spider-Man there was the FF there was Thor there was the Hulk um, then that became Tales to Astonish uh, you know with Ant-Man stories in that one uh, Tales, to, Tales of Suspense with two stories in that one uh, how do you come up with a way so that you can write all of these titles and keep them consistent um, and at the same time have not, uh, not have the quality suffer and not only not have the quality suffer but to become this incredibly idiosyncratic this is the way you do comics that people like to read. Um, one of the things that I thought about is he, he would tend to overwrite on occasions, but not really that often. He was just developing a new way of doing comics. And the more word balloons that there were in the panel, stretching the boundary of, well, okay, they're in mid-air. You wouldn't have time to say three word balloons this length. Uh, there wasn't anybody he was working with who, were, who, who, would, uh, who would fault that or criticize that, uh, particularly the inkers, because it's like the more the word balloons are covering up, the, the less is uh, I have to ink here. Right. Well, that was uh, a couple of years back when he was still living in Wisconsin, Jeff Seiler read a New Yorker article about, it was a profile of Neil Gaiman. And the writer was saying, making it sound like, you know, it was a Herculean task to write 75 issues of Sandman. And Jeff was sending a letter and taking him to task because, you know, you did 300 issues. And he's reading me the letter, and I'm like, yeah, in the early 60s, Stan Lee wrote eight books a month. This isn't like, you know, you, you want to play the who did what game we can, but... You know, 75 issues over however many years is a monumental task, but there's people that have done more, there's people that have done less, there's people that have done better. You know, I mean, and I was trying to say to Jeff that, you know, you know, taking the writer to task is fine, but you're taking the writer to task for a specific person as opposed to, well, you know, Stan used to, which is what my point was. Right, right. It's the same as, uh, that's one of my other Stanley stories was, uh, at one of the diamond trade shows uh, where I had a suite because I was trying to promote self-publishing and it's like, let's have a place for the self-publishers to gather so that we can talk about self-publisher stuff because uh, what everybody else is do doing doesn't really apply to what we're doing. And uh, I heard the door open across the hall, uh, obviously somebody getting room service, you know, knock, knock, knock. And I went, that's 
<laughs> and uh, Stanley, I, I was sort of pleased with that because uh, I had Arbor View at the Hyatt or whatever it was, and uh, Marvel had just sprung, sprung for City View. <laughs> couldn't tell you that that would no, be that w- sat there completely immobilized by it going i i would like to but uh first of all the guy just got room service he's just sitting down to eat uh he's not going to want to hear from me now but uh how long does it take stanley to eat do you suppose <laughs> that's <laughs> there's an episode of the big bang theory where the comic book store that all the guys go to has Stan coming for a signing because the owner's cousin is Stan's podiatrist. (laughs) And the one guy can't go because he has to go to court because he was driving his neighbor to the hospital on his temps permit because he doesn't have a license. And she told him to drive through a red light, and he did. And because he was driving, he got the ticket. And so he can't go see Stan and... And he's all upset, so she gets the store owner to get Stan's address. So they go to Stan's house to, to ask Stan, you know, could you sign a book? And, of course, Stan answers the door going, who are you and why are you here? Right. Which, I mean, it's written and played for laughs, but I bet you, you probably would have had the same reaction of, um, who are you, why are you here, and I have cream cheese in my mouth, so it doesn't sound like Stan. talking about, which is um, breaking Stan and Jack's record, uh, which Gerhard and I did at issue 167, uh, most consecutive issues by a creative team. Uh, That's one category, most consecutive issues written and drawn, which is why I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records. And all of this is pretty much beside the point in terms of who Stanley is and who Stanley was. And the fact that, uh, same thing with Siegel and Schuster, we, we, we owe a lot to that guy because of exactly what he did, which was to micromanage the writing on all of the Marvel titles. And, you know, it wasn't even just the superhero titles. People forget about Kid Cold Outlaw. Right. uh, Patsy and Hetty. All of those, uh, Stan was writing all of those titles as well uh, at the same time. And uh, keeping all of this stuff straight in his head. I mean, for every example where Bruce Banner all of a sudden gets called Bob Banner for issue uh there wasn't a lot of that it was it was pretty consistent storytelling and how he ever kept all of that straight in his head uh as the, as these stories are coming in you know as haphazard as as the mail is uh 
because that's how it came in, was in the mail, in a mailing too. Uh, open, the, uh, open the package, uh, un unroll the pages. They're all in pencil with little notes scrawled all over them. And go, oh, right, Iron Man. Okay, um, here's the supporting cast. Uh, what's her name again? Well, and that... uh, where, did it, where did I leave off uh, whenever it was the last time that, that you saw the Iron Man pages, which may have been a month ago or may have been two weeks ago or may have been three weeks ago, depending on how the mails were run. I, I know Stan has said repeatedly the reason there's so many alliterative names was because he figured if you could remember one of them, the other one would come to him. So that's why it's Reed Richards and Sue Storm and Peter Parker and Bruce Banner and Pepper and Pepper Potts. And he did that, uh, you know, however long that was before he started bringing in guys like Roy Thomas to alleviate the pressure. Uh, he 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 did keep track of it all himself and did a thoroughly engaging job, not only of, um, of the actual comics, but writing all the stuff in the back as well, like answering the letters pages, doing the uh, Mary Marvel Marching Society uh, text pages and stuff like that. It was, you could only do that for so long while it's getting bigger and bigger under you. Uh, and when you have to jump off, you're going to have to jump off. But uh, it wouldn't have had nearly the momentum that it did, I don't think, without, uh, without Stanley. Well, I know that up until, I think it was 68, Marvel was limited by the distributor to eight books. So that helped. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's the 10-page Nick Fury story and what's the name of that woman that he likes again and, you know... And, and you know, and there's Doctor Strange, and and he's fighting that demon with the fiery head, and it, is his name Doorman? Yeah, his name's Doorman, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, I have I have no idea how how he would keep track of all of that um, at the time. It's like uh, one of the big pluses for me is that it was just one title. All I had to do was keep track of all of the Cerebus stuff. It wasn't a matter of, uh, you know, today I'm working on this, and whatever comes in tomorrow, that's that's what I'm going to be working on. What's well, uh, I had the same I with uh, Race Car Comics three, the the one with the mouse skull idol. I right. In the first page, I say that it's a ripoff of American Idol, which is a ripoff of the old Legion tryout issues. Well, somebody posted something about it online, and they said that quote. And I'm like, oh, that's a really neat observation, you know. I mean, I never thought of that. And I looked at the issue, I'm like, oh, wait, I did think of that. <laughs> you came up with that. Yeah, it was, I came up with that, and they're ripping me off. I'm like, I was going to have to rip this off. I'm ripping myself off. Oops. Like the last Friday in 
Monday in the month. Um, what you, you want it to be a, a day that's not accounted for on uh, a moment of service at this point. Yeah, but if I have to, I can move. The only three days that are accounted for is Wednesday is Ben Hobbs, Thursday is Margaret, and Friday is the weekly update. And Ben and Margaret, I'm sure, are flexible enough to jump to another day if, if everybody goes, we want this every Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. Right. Okay, well, uh, same thing as uh, Jack Kirby did Jimmy Olsen for DC because he didn't want to knock anybody off of a book. It was, uh, you tell me whatever is your lowest, lowest selling title and uh, that's the one I'll draw. We'll do the same. We'll do the same thing here. Try and try and pick a, an available day for our whatever whatever Matt Dow uh, thinks needs to be asked about this month. Uh, please hold for Dave Sim, and then uh, every once in a while we'll also be doing. Unfortunately, the uh, I remember whoever it was that just died. Please hold for Dave Sim. Okay, and and of course, if anybody wants to send something in of, hey, I really want Dave to answer this question about this, we'll totally an- I will ask any question except for what the deal with Sir Garrick is. We've already agreed we're never ever going to talk about that. Or Y and R We're all done with Y and R Yeah, we answered that one. It was because it was the first animal in the alphabet. Oh, the uh, you also had uh, asking about the hand wrist, which was a good prompt. So I've done a segment on that in the weekly update coming up uh, Friday, the uh, the 16th. Okay. And it's uh, this is how this is how the hand wrist has been for about the last eight months. Uh, so if you can if you can give that some sort of iconic status as a uh, how is Dave's wrist. Uh, I have promised to update that if if it ever changes. But uh, like I say, for the last eight months, if you ask anybody that asks me how the wrist is doing, this is this is what the answer is. Okay. Good. Well, that's that's anything that people want to know that you know. Oops. You still there? Okay, I'm getting a phone call on the phone from Belgium, Wisconsin, and they're going to have to just wait and go to go to the voicemail. Well, I've got I got a prayer time coming up. Okay. I'm going to run along anyway, but uh, nice talking to you, and uh, all the best to uh, Paula and, and Janice and and Bullwinkle. <laughs> okay, I will I will pass that along. Okay, take care, Matt. You too, Dave. Bye. Okay, people, so if anybody's got any questions for Dave, leave them in the comments or email them to momentofservice at gmail.com, and I will uh, forward them up to Dave, and then I will hold for him. <laughs>